the episode in, yeah. in, in medias res when possible. Oh, you know, I know like, I know how you like to start it. I, often I like to start with Seth Parker like screaming about something. <laughs> or dancing. I like I I'm like on Seth my best Parker behavior dancing. this time. No, so no, 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 no. Okay. For the first time ever, we are doing a double guest. Wow. Ooh. Yeah. Double right. the trouble. Wait, where? What are the sirens? Yes, it's the double guest sirens. <laughs> are they com- Are they coming for us? <laughs> I hope not. I'm not ready. Um, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, but it's coming from my window. Oh, it's your sirens. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have both Carolina and Natalie here this week. Mm-hmm. Welcome to you both. Yay! Yeah, I'm okay. so excited to be here. Me and too. I feel, and I feel shy. No, let's get rowdy really quickly. We all have passed our audio health checks, which is great. Um, I feel so good. I'll just say what I'll just say what our three movies are, and then we can just like we can just cook. Um, So we have the Beguiled, uh, the Sofia Sofia Coppola movie from 2017 Mm. remake Mm. of the Clint Eastwood thing from the late 60s, I think. Uh, we have the talented Mr. Ripley by Anthony Minghella, and we have Paul Thomas Anderson's Phantom Thread. What a list! What a list! Chewie. <laughs> How did we pick these movies again? Well, these are these are the listener and Natalie uh, kind mm-hmm. of collated picks, right? Well, just the talented Mr. Ripley, I think, was you. It was me. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, but we talked about um, we talked about a few movies, and I think we all settled on these three. Oh, oh for yeah, sure. No, yeah. Nobody yeah. was fighting it. That's uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> beautiful three. I can't believe it. Yeah, brutal. I was hungering to see Phantom Thread for the dungeon. Aiken, and how did the hunger treat you? Uh, it was great. It was so great. Like I, I think I put this on the thread, but I've watched it a couple of times. And yeah. Um, I, the last time I watched it without any sound or, uh, subtitles or any musical accompaniment, I just sat in the sleep ovation and watched mm, it. Mm. It's great. It's How really many beautiful. of the mattresses were you on? I was on uh, 300 to 500, mm-hmm. I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'm like kind of trained to stay to my side of the bed, even though I'm, I could, I could have <laughs> taken up. Mm-hmm. All seven hundred. You know. Trained. I think some... just proximity to <laughs> trained is a <laughs> trained makes it seem punitive. Although, <laughs> you know, that, that's also hot. You know, in its own in its own way. It's, that feels very dunge. Punitive yeah. hotness. We haven't talked yeah, about punitive that. hotness is definitely a dungeon. <laughs> that is a dungeon, and I think that that's, that's the dungeon present a little bit in the Phantom Thread. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Great point. Great point. And begui- and beguiled. Somewhat. And maybe Ripley. Yeah. Bunch of thirst traps. Yes. Can Ooh. we can we just launch right into the beguiled and the fact that his con gets hobbled? Like that is wild. Like, when he went, when he gets up and he's like, is he pre hobbled? He's already hobbled before we even. Well, look, are we in medias hobble? In me- <laughs> We're in medias hobble, but then when he wakes up. And like, I love the scene where he just yells at everybody and is like, "What the fuck did you do to my leg?" Dude? Yeah, I know it does. It like, turns. It it, tu- the, it turns the yeah. screw. You can see it bit. from both sides. Like, 
They have to take <laughs> off his leg, but he, in a way, he's right. To, well, can we talk about? Maybe, should we do like a poll? Is he right to be mad? Poll. Sure. <laughs> should he be mad about losing his leg? Uh, yes. How many people? How many people think he's right to be mad? He's right to be I, mad. Look, I yeah, think he has okay, a right to his feelings, yeah. you know. Yeah. But like, I I don't I I don't know how I would respond to that circumstance. So I think that he's in shock and understandably mm. like, like. Mm. Horrible. Well, I kind down of, a flight of stairs. Horrible stay. He gets shoved down a flight of <laughs> stairs because of jealousy. It seems. Like. Yeah, yeah. You know. I mean. I yeah. Guess, let's put it in context. Painted in. Yeah. Like, painted in pretty. He was. Yeah. He he was. You know effing around and he found out he well, yes yes yeah yes that's true right well. and mm. he knew he knew he, he was doing that which is why he was able to interpret all of their gestures right right he knew he was pushed down and um that he didn't satisfy the other two mm. women mm. he chose right. the, the easy route <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I mean if no go ahead seth no so i was i'm wondering if i like just uh discerned all his messages the right way in some of the movie like i couldn't tell who he you know and i I didn't know if it was like if he actually had any interest but i'm actually becoming more and more a fan of colin farrell i think in general i don't know if it's uh i don't know if this movie particularly but you've been such a weird web yeah he was beguiled (laughs) i got beguiled I um, sat in a restaurant at a table next to his table mm. once. Like this week the while you were watching this movie. Celebrity encounter person ever. That's right. Like who was the who was the actor that you talked to recently that we flipped out about? Oh, the yeah. guy from Cabin in the Woods and other places. Oh, Richard Jenkins. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. We got like genuinely like if you would have said like I hung out with Barack Obama, I'd be like, all right, cool. But like you're <laughs> yeah. just like I know. This is like almost in a way bigger than Scott Glenn for me. Like because it's like I didn't know that I needed it and then I, but, yeah. uh, I got it. Good point. Yeah. Yeah. No, this was the Colin Farrell was a like a random Philly celebrity. I had like some celebrity encounters in Philadelphia a couple times. Tell that us. was one of them. We got time. Um, Jason, C- uh, is that his name? Jason Siegel. Yeah. Uh-huh. We kept uh-huh. showing up. I kept showing up at the same restaurant as him for like a while. Oh, that's like the beginning of a rom com. I know. I'm trying to think <laughs> anyone else. That's all I can remember. NPR. Wait, was the NPR? Uh... Oh yeah, Terry Gross and I went to the same dentist. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and I and I knew that that was Did you go in there and say like give me the Terry Gross? No. The person who recommended <laughs> yes. Gross. The the person who recommended the dentist was like by the way, he's also Terry Gross's dentist. And I was like, okay, but it was like just this rumor and then one day I showed up like for my appointment and I was checking out and I look over and she's standing there and I really try to play it Grossing cool. Out. She's yeah. grossing out. She's just like, she's like, I'm on fresh air. She's like, she has like the, she is the Tony the Tiger of NPR interview shows in her delivery. They're like, the fresh air is very great. That's so true. Do we, just since it came up, any Tony the Tiger thoughts that anyone wants to explore while we're here? <laughs> well, if we want to get back well, in the Well, I was just hunter, imagining. I'm always an aisle away. <laughs> Go ahead, Carolina. I was imagining. I was imagining Terry Gross saying "fresh air." The <laughs> arm, the With Tony her the arm Tiger arm, like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's adorable. Yeah. Like 
that's that's like a gesture where you're saying fresh air or like boy howdy you know you're, mm. you're oh boy howdy boy howdy boy howdy is that a gesture mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, love you, where's she going she's going roller skating oh it's time yeah it's we time. should have someone leave one of our houses during every episode of the podcast <laughs> so we can guess where they're going i feel like we we have to require at least one person to storm out of the house oh yeah just be like fuck this <laughs> that enough yeah oh man oh, what man. uh Dun- dungeon question number one since we started talking about the beguiled mm. uh, what beguiles you Ooh. oh my god what hashtag what beguiles you boys Anything come to mind boys no voice the voice <laughs> wait i'm wondering if i'm like super delayed or something no no no, no you're, you're totally not. fine so, i don't think you're so. totally fine no okay <laughs> don't overthink it so, you're good yeah okay voice oh that's interesting because you have voice. a very beguiling vox. voice the vox is yeah, you... beguiling to me Hmm. yeah you all like have that. good voices i have to say like it, it is one of those things where sort of you're, you see the the beauty of friends in different ways, mm. you know. But I definitely like one of the one of the joys of the dungeon is listening to the, the the timbres of my my buds, <laughs> sweet timbres, drinking in your timbres. Oh man, so somebody Just drinking the dew off the note. buds of the timbres, timbres of of my buds, drinking the timbres. Tambers R E S? Uh yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, cool. <laughs> got it got it written down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um You're beguiled by the voice, Carolina. Do you care to That's a good answer. Say, say more about that? I'm 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 assuming I'm understanding your question. Like what personally beguiles us? Yeah. Um mm-hmm. I think I, I am Attracted to the voice when I, I think that sometimes if a voice annoys me, um, mm. I notice I'm less likely to pay attention in a certain way. And so mm. the opposite is true as well. Mm-hmm. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. What about you? I'm beguiled by like, uh, I'm definitely beguiled by a certain, I've been thinking about this. Uh, there's a certain way of being um, like humor beguiles me for sure. I'm beguiled by, I'm begotten, beguiled? Begotten. No, begotten is something else. <laughs> anyway, yeah. I'm beguiled by humor uh, and like a, maybe like a, a casualness towards like hanging around that I can't quite muster. A casualness. Mm-hmm. That would be like an ideal z- zone to be mm-hmm. in. Like mm-hmm. a kind of cat. Yeah. I, I, I feel that. I'm you like to hard. melt. A little m- like melding. one activity. Okay. One activity that I find beguiling is day drinking. Oh, that's good. Oh yeah. And like, 
yeah, I guess the sort of the way that it like puts a day it like it like shoves a day out of reality and turns it into this kind of like mess that you're allowed to just live in for a few hours and you're like I'll just solve this problem by taking a nap later, but for now this is good. Like mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I yeah. really like that. I'm beguiled by that situation. Interesting. Natalie, are you beguiled? Yeah, I just thinking about this, such a good question. I feel like I'm beguiled by kindness. Ooh, beguiled by kindness. When I see someone being kind, genuinely kind, I, mm. I find that very beguiling. Beguiling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was going to say hospitality, and that's I, very, I, I keep it, saying. Yeah, yeah, I find it like very magnetic. Like I'm like, I want to be in that person's sphere. Yeah. And then I also find aquatic plants beguiling. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. What if the aquatic oh plant? Uh, what about like those cruel like aquatic plants that have like cruel if, aquatic plants? <laughs> if the aquatic plants have a kind of cruelness to them? No, I like like a freshwater aquatic plant. Okay. But wait, I have a question, Natalie. To the word beguiling, I mean, isn't there um, some tinge of like deception or something? At least mm. negative. So, mm. do you find anything that's that also has that meaning of the word? Do you well, find anything in those things? I, actually, yes, because I find that <clears throat> I'm suspicious of kindness too. <laughs> I'm thinking about your suspiciousness of me. Fourteen oh eight. Oh, I wasn't gonna. When, yeah, when we it's met, it's like it's a hotel. It's but, true. Oh, it's dig true. in. Get, I'm yeah. handing you the shovel. I don't know, even know if there's Beau a ton Trabai. to say. It's just that, like, Natalie thought I was full of shit. I think. Like, I love that when friendships begin with like a sort of like a, a just a perception that doesn't register with how you feel later. You know, I was just guarded. Mm-hmm. I thought he was too. It was like too good to be true. I just was like waiting for the other shoe <laughs> yeah. to drop. Be oh, like, he, he's going to be a creep. Like, there's going to be something, and he'll show this other side of himself. Yeah, my true. Colors. He's going to be a creep. I get that, but 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 like, I'm a, I've always been like, break me off some landman, you know, like, um, <laughs> just crack me off some jerky, <laughs> some tambers, I'm, tambers I'm, of landman. <laughs> Clearly, I'm I'm in the Tambers of Lamon camp too. Yeah, part I to- of, I even told of- him my suspicions. Obviously, after sure. after after I had way put after, them to bed. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my little McBurney, my little my little Woodcock. <laughs> the names in this are so oh, good. Man. They yeah, are, are like Sly Del Vecchio level here. Dicky Greenleaf. Oh, Greenleaf. Greenleaf. Wood, Reynolds, <laughs> Woodcock? Reynolds Woodcock? Reynolds Woodcock? I know Reynolds. The House of Woodcock. Uh, <laughs> and then what was uh, oh, Thomas Ridley? John, John McBurney. John McBurney. <laughs> John McBurney. What's his middle name? Peepums. John? Have I, oh, I, have I told you guys about the kid named Bernie? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's all I thought about the whole time. Is what he Wait, was. You worked with him at the, at the refresh summer me camp? on Bernie, please. Okay, for for people who haven't listened to a hundred percent of the episodes of the dungeon over and over again, I'll just refresh your memory real quick. 
when I was a when I worked at a summer camp when I was a kid, um, I was a counselor in training, aka CIT, and one of the other CITs mm-hmm. was this kid who I just knew by the name of Bernie. Um, and when you're at camp, you don't nobody's like writing anything, so I hadn't seen his name be like spelled out. And then I found out one day that his name was Mike, like his real name is Mike. <laughs> and so I, I was like, well, why do we call you Bernie? And he's like, well, I have these. He had he had been horribly burned and he had all these like skin oh grafts God. on his arm. Like it wasn't, you know, it was like if he wore long sleeves, you never would see it. But it, like mm-hmm. his arm was like pretty beat up by these skin grafts. And he was like, yeah, so I my nickname is Bernie. <laughs> Oh my god! He just, he just went head and first he spelled it B U R. Hey, you know what? Own own your own narrative. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think I, about that a lot. I think great. about that ch- that decision, you know, to just yeah. to just like look at look at what is there, you know, to just but, be Bernie. Can yeah. I ask a question? So, what yeah. would everyone's name be if oh, you, if you had owned your own narrative? What would be your nickname? Oh my god! Wow. <laughs> This is really deep dungeon. Own your own narrative nicknames is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like Avatar stuff? Like, uh, like, yeah, like our little. I mean, you're the wire second man. life. You're the wire man. Oh, yeah, let's go wire man. Yeah. I would okay. be the somnambulist because I'm big on sleepiness and trance. But you do know? you sleepwalk? Mm. I have. I peed in my sister's closet when I was a little kid. Oh, right. that, that, old, that old canard. Yeah. That that old move that I that win you win friends and influence people in your in fifteen fifteen Echo Lane. Little Echo Lane. Move. Echo Lane. Man, I'm always surprised every time I hear that. Uh, it's too good. I grew up on fifteen fifteen Echo Lane. Look it up Echo, on Zillow. Echo. They wow. can't sell the place because it's it's haunted with piss in the closet <laughs> piss in the closet yeah i don't know if that's haunted or just fouled like they like listed they just, it they, they just put like it in the listing blast the walls in that room <laughs> they itemize it in the yeah oh, i'm man. looking it up it's like if there was like a murder um a murder we gotta in get place it and they we have need to tell to do you this. they have to tell you if i dreamed and then and then just pee in the closet. <laughs> this house cost five hundred thousand dollars, but Eric best dreamed here, so you could probably yeah. get it for four thousand pee dreams. Yeah, that should make it more expensive. To be no, honest, no, no. I, my I imagination agree, is definitely cutting it. Like, because you, you're buying you're, what you're buying is um, <laughs> is Midwestern anxiety crushed into the form of a boy peeing into his sister's closet. Wait, have you have you looked at these Zillow photos? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Isn't yeah. my house the brownest mall ever? Well, there's also like an incredible photo in this dining room of you, Eric. Is that you with your arms up? <laughs> Are you sure? Is it Fort Wayne, Indiana? It's yeah, 15 Echo Lane. Yeah. Yeah, so the house looks like pretty dunge, but the backyard and front yard are pretty cool. Like there's a no, beautiful, I, there's, there's a beautiful pool. trees. No, that well, you know what? There's an above ground pool because it's a dunge, but that, that wasn't there when we had it's it. It's a it's a very cute house. I mean, I would love to have it now. I mean, I would kill to have that in Denver. Wait, so how long have you not had it? My parents moved uh, maybe 2002 or something. So they had it mm. from the 70s on 
for, uh, like the same house uh and uh, mm-hmm. yeah i re- i roofed that house with my dad wow. that, that was pre- that was pretty dungeon i actually really enjoy roofing like i thought about that every once in a while i was like wow. if my job gets cut like now that I have a little bit more energy and feeling healthy, like I could, I could fucking roof a house. I like, feel like we could hire totally. you to do the roof here. I'll come out there and I'll roof your house, and then I'll okay. just like we'll just eat weed cookies all day. I I'm down. Yeah. Wow. I'll hang, I'll hang out with your kids. I'll be their dungeon uncle. They'll love that. <laughs> I'll just be the weird guy that flies in to roof the house and <laughs> take take a nap. <laughs> And eat BLs. Eat BLs. Oh God! Can on we... a roof. Look, I know this is off the menu, no, but let's I, do a I have a on BLs. I have a hungering for BLs. Oh, now it's can, can, yeah. Can you guys ongoing. talk about how this came about and like the whole? You have a poem, Seth. Well, you have a poem. I have a poem. Um, no, I just when I was in high school, I went to the sub shop down the street a lot, and I would order a bacon, lettuce, tomato. Hold the tomato. Uh, sub, like grinder, toasted, and it's the get best. One um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. She's going to make one right now. She's gone. She, <laughs> it yeah, was, it was delicious. <laughs> she just left. You can't. This is like a Manchurian candidate. Like that's her activation yeah. word. As you talk about BLs, BLs. And, and, and and she just like she's going to kill Robert. Kill, Robert kill the mayor. <laughs> yeah. She's going to kill her mayor right now. Oh man, let's stop her. <laughs> Um, but but I love a BL. I've been crushing them, and I love the simplicity of like the bacon next to the lettuce as just like salt in in earth earth. <laughs> Put on earth. some toasted spelt bread. Oh, uh, salt just, I had one oh, like spelt two bread. hours ago. I made Andrew was upstairs doing some shit, and I, I like usually like I have to kind of consult with her about. Um, you know what she's hungry for if i make her food but like i was just like fuck it i'm making two bls because i know <laughs> i know it'll be a hit she came downstairs the smell wafting yeah the smell wafting tambers tambers of <laughs> bl that's one of the things bacon does is it wafts yeah do you do bacon drinks seth do you ever make a bacon uh cocktail I have infused. Or grease. I have done a bit. What's called fat washing. With yeah, 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 yeah. So that is that's good. That. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Mm. So Hogwash. And then you can make a a, a bacon old fashioned or. A bacon do you cook Manhattan. the bacon before? Do you cook the bacon before you? So yeah, you don't just not just not the, as raw raw pork cook into the. <laughs> no, it's just with the fat. So you have to like you render the fat, um, mm. and mm. then you add the fat to the liquid. And you kind of let it sit, and then you put it in the freezer so that it rises to the top and solidifies, uh, and then uh, you move it. And um, yeah, that's such a good thing to do. I would love to have some fat rendered liquor sometimes. It sounds like the Hungry Boy breakfast, actually, that I've been wanting to order since what's his face would come right. Yeah, since we oh, ordered it. Him hungry just boy breakfast. ordering so much food. I lo- like, and also like I know I've said this before, but that shit is really hot. Like 
that like that him whole, just or like just the or, whole, and he's yeah just like making eye contact and being like in a Welsh rabbit and some cream and some mm. and, and like just mm. like them kind of smiling mm. together like just their faces it's so it's really sweet even though the movie is like harsh in some ways yeah I just I love them in that moment so much yeah and he says will you remember and then he but then he takes that I, I could not I just could never tell if I despised. Of course, I think it's such a beautiful line that he wanders around in the movie mm-hmm. of like mm-hmm. me despising him and adoring him. And in that scene too, it's just like I think that but the the mistakes are there. It's not mistakes, but like the things I don't like are are supposed to be the things I don't like, I think. It's like a good test Kev- of Carolina, you you need to unmute because I muted you when you went away. <laughs> it's in the uh, it's in the app. It's in the. I see it now. There mm. you go. Yeah, you got it. Sorry, I just thought while you were away, I would mute your mic. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. What? T- wait, Seth. Talk more about when you hate him versus when you don't hate him. Well, this, so this in this scene when he takes the note. Because he, he says, will you remember? And she says, yes. And then he's like, I'm going to I'm gonna take this and test you. You know, you have to pass my test. Oh, you think that's that it's what this, that is? That it's this, that, that, it, that he has the standard. It's that he that he believes what he believes is real. That bothers me so much. That he, so that's he believes how, his own bullshit. That is how that I read it me. the first time I saw it. But this time when I watched it, I thought that he was just being sentimental. I, I think mm. it's like there's a kind of but is tender, it both? It's like that's my tend- thing. I think I I know it's both, you know, and that's what's so and I, it's like mm. pe- and like that that the movie allows that to to be is so nice or whatever or weaves those re- things together. It's a really like tender collaboration moment too, mm-hmm. where it's like like that's what I felt. So the other like the other day, like I, I went to Juliet's with like Phil and some other people for this like video thing that she was doing. And we mm-hmm. put paint on her faces and stuff. And then like made these like prints and like had our shirts off. I drank a bunch of mezcal. It was great. The oldest person went up a cliff and had to <laughs> this jump, like, jump on. This, this was like the Zoolander when, when Owen Wilson and Zoolanders are saying like all the things they did. Cool story, Hansel. <laughs> um anyway we did that but like so it was juliet with different people that she that she knew to varying degrees and very in different ways and so uh like we had known each other for like you know 21 years now or something like that and so part of it was she was videotaping it and um she was asking questions and then like i think phil went first and phil just like sort of went for it and made a bunch of choices and then while Juliet was like sort of like putting like paint on my beard and stuff, we were talking to each other in this like shorthand way. Like, how are we going to do this? What are the choices? What are the parameters in a zero anxiety, zero expectation way? And it was really like it was great. And like I was sort of thinking about like when mm. you're when you're close to another person and you're making choices that are not world shattering, but you're just making choices together quickly in the moment, just reaching different kinds of consensuses. I think that's really beautiful. Like when you're like Mm. taking care of people who are visiting or whatever, being like, what do you want? This kind of tea, that kind of, like that kind of decisiveness and like consensus is really beautiful. Mm -hmm. Great point. Hmm. 
I mean, his decisive. That's why I didn't read it as like, there's so many ways that you could read him as like a uh, Lermontov or whatever in the red shoes, you know? Mm. Oh, um, wow. A Lermontov. Mm. Where he's more of an asshole and like, he's, he's a dick in this, but like, I like the way that she's just like calls him out on it a lot of the times. And is like, yeah, you're a genius. Shut up. You know, like, yeah. you know, it's like, stop being a fucking baby. Like, I let me scrape my toes to genius, you know, like, <laughs> I so I love I love her always. But I love her in those moments when oh. when it's not even like it's not even like particularly like animosity or hatred. Oh, it's, oh, just, it's just oh. like it's like, yeah. yeah, like you're used to having a kind of vantage point on other people. And mm-hmm. I'm going to like. In it a non-dickish way. The other piece like, of it was that, like, I just realized how often I would identify with what I despised in his character. Mm. And that that's such a crucial part of the watching it. And I guess enriches it for for me. Like, and, re- and rewatching it, it was, like, even more. Like, I kind of, I guess I did, like, create more space for for him in my life. It's It's interesting. But, like, but, yeah, I think the the noise you're saying the noises thing like i found myself like becoming that that exact person and oh we're like the slightest like for no good reason yeah 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 for absolutely no good reason but uh everybody can identify with that in different points right like whether or not you like snap in that but just like being in that like state where your concentration is broken by someone like yeah, he has such a pure, and also that the craft, you know, like this devotion to craft is such a, yeah, he has such like a nice little practice going on. Yeah, maybe a little, maybe a little uh, harmful, but. <laughs> what do you all think? I, I have some questions about him and um, okay. and the story itself and the way that the the myth of the curse of I will never get married. Um, is so mm. central and the way mm. that oh my god the cinematography truly is astounding mm. um the scene in mm. which he's actually proposing there is like the slowest um zoom in oh yeah he, yeah, that yeah yeah it's kind of remarkable if you look at them it doesn't like seem like the camera is moving. It's, yeah. it's almost imperceptible. And it's like throughout that scene where he's actually proposing for the very first time ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see like the dress off to the side, which is for the duchess or princess. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he sewed some secret in it. Forget now. Mm-hmm. Didn't she remove it or something? Didn't like. That's something yeah. to pay attention to. Um, I forget. But yeah, he proposes to a very disheveled Alma, and um, hmm. I don't know. He, I guess, bargains that he's not cursed. That he doesn't believe in curses, or that um, oh, that he wow. is going to get married. Something he resisted yeah. for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting. Like people making decisions about, hmm. like one of the things that I'm sort of charmed by about Alma is that she, it seems like basically on their first date, she sees basically everything about him. Like Mm -hmm. she, it's not like she's under any illusions about who he is Mm -hmm. or what he's like. 
and right away she just kind of decides like this is my per this is like the person for me like mm -hmm. and i'm just gonna like i'm like i can tell i'm good mm -hmm. for him and i'm gonna just be in his life and you know like that that takes like all these different forms some of those forms are very loving sometimes she's trying to kill him basically like it like but it all is she's made this decision and so it's nice when it just takes him longer to get there right it like but, and it's always yeah. like what what's good for she knows what's good for him you know yeah. it's like yeah yeah or she or and she's what's good for him um well and that being like yeah, like that being totally fucked up is might be good for you. Like, being yeah, you need like, to be flat on your back. Being like just totally broken, fucking like broken. I need crushed. to break you. Yeah, yeah. I just I love that, and that he trusts her to break him. That is yeah. the most beautiful. By the end, yeah, yeah. Gesture. It, um, did you feel it like it was very like gray gardensy at all? Like a stylish ooh, gray gardens. Ooh, mm. like an inner. Because you like just him see the way sister? that people. Just not specifically mapped on a character, but just the feeling of like characters who are like who there's this persistent tension, but like such entanglement in one another. Yeah. Totally. Wow. Toxic. Plus the, plus the house and just the <laughs> yeah. setting. There's mm -hmm. definitely a little bit of that like Grey Gardens maybe before it totally went downhill. Yeah. What mm -hmm. do you think they got living in the attic of that? Of <laughs> the house of Woodcock. It's a little bit more like uh, the thread zone. Than anything. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I love it. The thread zone. Each time, each time, I just want to savor it. What else you got? I, I don't know. Uh... <laughs> well, I mean, oh. No, the mushrooms. Okay. Double mushroom, right? Not a triple mushroom. There's no. Tri there's no mushroom in. We didn't have like triple mushroom. Ripley. Death, oh wait, but we had double mushroom doom. Is there any poisoning in Ripley? I don't think so. Right. Not particularly. No, his, just. Just his teeth. Blunt force trauma. Poison bodor. His teeth are incredible. His teeth are. Busey's teeth from uh, Hider in the <laughs> Hider House. In the house? Uh -huh. He's hiding in his own Ripley's. Ripley? Uh, yeah, Damon's teeth in this movie are doing <laughs> such amazing work. He's got Busey teeth? I didn't he even know. He's teeth. got Busey teeth. He's hiding in his own inside. He has Busey teeth. That's what I wrote down. <laughs> These are Gary Busey's Hider in the House teeth. <laughs> and then you, also that he's like that. Oh, 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 here's a good one. Here's a good one. I wrote that he's switching between man and woman. Oh, and okay. the, oh, and even like, with his voice, like when he was impersonating men and women too. But like that, mm -hmm. he's just so. There's something so not just slippery about him. I just remember, like I do remember seeing this movie when I when I was a lot younger. Ripley, and there was like some yeah, some like skepticism of Matt Damon's aura. Mm -hmm. I think he was really hot. Yeah, he must have been really hot right then. I didn't see. No, uh, I mean, what's yeah. the movie? Goodwill Hunting. I didn't see that. I never saw that. Have you still never seen it? I don't think I've seen it. No, I haven't seen that. I've That's seen it so many because I resisted it. That's bold for you. I resisted it. Yeah, yeah, because it was like the Affleck and the. That's impressive. Damon that you, thing that you didn't. And then see this, it. I was like, "Fuck Matt Damon." 
And then he's so slimy and slippery. Wait, we have to explore. I'm sorry, but we have to explore this more. <laughs> what of the resisting Matt Damon? Of the yeah, yeah. What, what it, did some like? Was there someone that you were crushing on who was crushing on? Matt I wonder Damon if there what there probably was. I think it's just the Aryan thing. Was it an Aryan thing? Of oh, because of Damon? school ties. Oh, wow! I just unpacked it really quickly. Yeah. <laughs> did you just assume he was an anti-Semite because of school ties? <laughs> Maybe it was school ties. That would be fair. Holy shit, we should watch school ties. We should. Anyway, so yeah, bringing that those, bringing it all back. But I was resisting Damon and just Jude Law. I love Jude Law so much. Still yeah. in this movie, like I just want Jude to like take well, over. The, maybe the movie I wonder if boat. in casting they other people also pick up on that very mm-hmm. thing you feel that, that inversion or something. It does. It's like it's like. Yeah, it's killing my favorite people over and over in the movie. It's just, yeah, he, Damon in a lot of ways is like the least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the least interesting or something. But by well, the end, it's, I mean, it's such a long movie. He, he does it, like grow on you. It is a really long movie. I wrote down that I wish it were longer. <laughs> yeah, you could have like a trilogy. <laughs> I wish it were well, longer was to it? live in the cringe more. I think I wanted Ooh, more wow. like the cringe yes. part to play out. Yeah. But it what is part perfect. is not what part is not the cringe part? Well, once he starts killing people, then he sort okay. of like is able to like, you know, like really put his persona together and like, mm-hmm. you know, be Dickie Greenleaf. Um, oh, it's some less of the cringe. time. Well, it's yeah, it's interesting when he's when he's really trying to like befriend and when he falls in love with what love with dicky it's cringy mm, you it. know like that's to me is like the ultimate cringe when he's yeah. like debasing himself basically and like not mm. taking the hint that he mm. doesn't want him around and oh you're boring when he says you're oh, oh god <laughs> that's, that's the other thing this is the same thing with phantom thread it's like i'm i'm in in what i'm despising about matt damon i'm identifying so much in what i'm seeing in him too mm. and it's oh, oh fucking that's done. I, yeah. It's so clankety for me. It's very clankety. I don't like it. But and I kept thinking about set, set for whatever. It's not totally related, but like the three and a half star movie. Like this is a really, this is a mm. good movie. And it's like, there are movies that I don't really want to come back to. You know, it's like they, they do the thing. They, they highlight the thing, but I don't necessarily want to come back and like, you know, yeah. bathe oh, in them sometimes. But it's um, like as they kind of achieve what they're wanting to do, it's like I don't know, just like not not that it hit me over the head, hits you over the head. You don't head, want to revisit. It doesn't feel but, good to revisit it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. I do feel that way about Ricky, revisiting Matt Damon. Like Carolina, when you were saying last night, like that you were going to rewatch something, I just immediately had this feeling of like, oh God, no, don't rewatch Ripley. Like Ripley f- makes me feel bad. Like even mm-hmm. though I think it's like an incredible mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Yeah. What else did the director? What else did he do? I was actually thinking that um, Ripley was the most was the one that I wouldn't necessarily penetrate emotionally, where Mm -hmm. it could just be like a Hollywood um, movie. Well, yeah, just the the just the beautiful scenery and everything. It's just yeah. And I don't identify exactly. Well, (laughs) yeah, exactly. Uh, Um, Even though it's. it does have that mystery and it has the the suspense and all of that. It has but, all these, yeah, kind of. But the Sofia Coppola it. movie, I always mm, feel yeah. super immersed 
in it atmospherically yeah, yeah. right like it's like feel yeah, smaller movie. smaller and but also yeah like you said to be more immersed in something it's what, harder was the beguiled like... about perimeters too yeah yes mm. perimeters in a, such an interesting way because of the war and how they were how they talk about like change and what's going on especially the God, what's her what's her character's name now i'm forgetting these miss uh, the mademoiselle miss yes the the, the teacher the schoolmaster oh, um wait what is her name Vin- martha Farn- martha farnsworth farnsworth miss martha miss martha miss martha yeah miss martha miss martha what were we talking about? I don't know. Oh, the perimeter. Yeah, where the do you war. see the perimeter? perimeters? <clears throat> the war. Hmm. Yeah, so the, the house, perimeter the becomes st- smaller. Like, it's like all these boxes within boxes of like, and you're never safe anywhere, or it's mm-hmm. it's really ambiguous, and you feel the unsettledness moment by moment, mm-hmm. um, and this like tense. I don't know. It's interesting when he's first like talking to Nicole Kidman and she's like pretty like brusque, you know? Mm-hmm. And then you see that, that breakdown, you know, you sort of see how you think that you're supposed to feel. And then there's how you feel. Um, yeah. It's a good movie for that, for like, that's, you know, I think that that's what I appreciate with, about the, when um, McBurney, um, <laughs> when he wakes up, uh and is yelling at everybody about his leg being gone like mm-hmm. i just respect that as a response and yeah. just to be like not to be like well let me weigh and measure out the fact that like they needed to do that but just to be like fuck like i right. really trusted that like in that let that sense of just like zones of acceptable emotions and i think what mm. i loved about phantom thread is that it allowed them to be monsters and then have like they they like went in and out of these relationships and like ranges and stuff and like it it never really settled on someone being like the villain really Mm -hmm. you know like or like there's or there's the kind of villainousness that like you feel when you know somebody for like a really long time and you've just like Mm. gone through a bunch of shit with them you know yeah um, well, and you sort of see each other at, at your worst, and then like accept that and move on. Huh. These are all re- you're you're just making me realize that none of these mo- these are these movies are all really good in like the way they. Part of what's good about them is the way they wield conflict, and that there mm-hmm. isn't like there isn't some the closest thing to a villain in any of these movies is Ripley, right? Is that fair to say? Who, like yeah, who's who's so. a villain in any of these movies? What is the pusher? What? Wait, which which girl? Who who pushes? I mean, it's not that's not a villain. <laughs> Edwina. Edwina pushes them. She's not <laughs> the pusher, a villain. The pusher. She's... No, there's no the pusher. The pusher. <laughs> Edwina who's the mean? pusher. I'm looking over my notes from Beguiled. I have yeah. the most notes on that movie, and I wrote okay. down. Is this? I don't know if this is a quote from the movie, but I wrote down "bravery is doing what is needed at the time." Hmm. Well, oh, someone sounds... does say that. I think. I think someone says that. I also said, "What does Eric think of this gardening?" 
I mean, it it scratches the itch of the gardening in space. It, like oh, space yeah, botany space is like another Damon joint. Yeah, Ooh. I could watch. I could watch him just farm ship potatoes on Mars for a hundred hours, <laughs> but I could also just be sort of like freaked out Extended. but feel the feel the beauty <clears throat> of like tending a garden in the middle of like what must feel like the end of the world you mm-hmm. know like oh that's beautiful um so i feel like it i don't know i think that what's really beautiful about the, mm. these movies that y'all picked is that they were so just they're so um complicated and capacious with how you can experience reality you know or it like, like shows a, oh go ahead no you're saying something it's like maybe think about like uh fabric like a text uh tapestry or fabric or something it's like the and i was thinking about uh, pt anderson movies and it's usually the case where it's all of these narratives that are weaving you know it's all of this interweaving that's happening right that's almost and and Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. so it's so pulled back with phantom thread but it's still about fabric and it's still about you know these (laughs) these things weaving together and yeah in all these cases that, you know, it was about, um, yeah, some type of like dressing wounds and dressing. Uh, yeah. I wrote a lot of notes her. about that. About I was thinking about that a little bit. The clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And all hmm. the, all the thread, all the dressing of wounds and all the fabric. And I mean, Sofia Coppola, that's what she does so well is fabric mm. <laughs> clothes and um yeah in her movies yeah, Marie Antoinette. Right? oh Marie Antoinette was so good yeah 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 yeah. I mean okay in that, movie, that was over the top yeah <laughs> yeah but no in this one it's good it's like the subtle differences are make it becomes profound like when you see Kirsten Dunst's shoulders at the end it's like oh <gasps> <Dear laughs> god these shoulders oh my god like um, did, did did anyone else really envy or feel like you wanted to teleport to become uh, like a southern girl learning French? Like, I love the French angle. No, like a, love, like a southern 10-year-old learning French sounds cool. <laughs> no, I had on there a, was on nothing a in me that wanted to be in that space. Uh-huh. What's Seriously. Coming? Mm-hmm. I and think I'm, it was just, I'm just realizing how weird that is. Maybe it's weird that I didn't want to be in there. Mm. I think it's just the fact that it's like, it's like an older form of learning that was sort of like learning through recitation and reciting together. It's almost like a sort of choral, like church feeling about it, mm. you know, like that, that learning mm. is sort of like a Dickinson thing or like ritualize a... your sacred. Mm. And I think in that scene, you also see how they, like, it sets up all the characters. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm sorry, I'm forgetting their names because I don't, I don't, I can't find my notes. Do you but, want names? Um, I have them Yeah. Up. So the, um, the, the so, one who actually makes out with McBurney. Oh, oh, yeah. That's Alicia. Alicia. Um, so, yeah, she's like not paying attention. She's probably like daydreaming. Um, and then there are the other characters. 
Yeah. Um, so I like that idea of the choral, the choral learning. Mm, mm-hmm. And then how they, how that just carries throughout the movie in some way, like how they, their relationships, how they team up and then yeah. work against each other and tolerate was, each other. Yeah, I was wondering who other. was who in that choral, in that chorus. I was ascribing hmm. different like characters that? to yes, to you. Like who would you be? Am you I would miss Martha. Maybe. No, you're not. No. <laughs> I'm the leg. You're the one who like says we should poison him. <laughs> oh, that's so uh, yeah. It is. She li- he likes mushrooms. He likes mushrooms. He liked to eat those mushrooms. The mastermind. Yeah, wait, it's very important that she does not say let's poison him. She <laughs> says he likes mushrooms. He liked those. Oh yeah, it was very <laughs> that's significant. You gotta go, like man. I would like to make a comprehensive list of all the best stories that involve poisonous mushrooms as like mm. a major plot device because it's pretty common. We've got, now we've hit a few, right? Yeah, definitely hit some. Um, some pug awareness. Now we've got... We Have Always Lived in the Castle is about this. Mm. Uh, what Ooh. else? I know there's more. Could you Mushroom. say The Untamed is about this? By being poisoned by it's not really uh, poison. octopus booty? Yeah. You're calling it an octopus booty? <laughs> Yeah, that's, multi-dimensional that's booty. Um, any and what else? What else do we want to hit on here? Any, Chirography any of tears. Okay. Say more. I wrote it. I wrote that down. Can you flush that out? For I think us? that was during. Uh, I was near Damon's teeth. Damon's teeth. Of tears. Switching between double agent. Chirography of tears. Ooh, oh, and then I said, OMG, the Hoffman Friend Dungeon. Yeah. Uh, like the third yeah, wheel. The, oh, my yeah. God. It's yeah. so... is, he, is he Chucky from Fresh? It's crazy we haven't talked about this, <laughs> Is he Chucky from Fresh? He's Holy totally, shit. He's, that's another version of that's this. That's a good but, question. Uh, yeah, he's in no, the that Dewey was, lineage. The, he, he is like, so... The, wait, What's his like, name? Fred, not Freddy? Is it Freddy? It, wait, is any yeah, yeah, is anyone willing to tell a story about when you got Freddied? When you've been Freddied? When you got oh uh, Or is it too horrible and embarrassing to even I don't remember. I mean, I mean maybe we I know we've never all been, been yes, Freddied, right? Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you remember the Freddied together, Seth. Oh my god, Natalie, you're right. We let's not even go there. Yeah. Wait, y'all we know did, one? We got jo- we got like joint Freddied. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. No. Leave no, names no. out. No. Okay. No, it's not the joint. Freddy. No, we can't See? tell that story, or else I'll have diarrhea for like a whole week again. Like, <laughs> like when it happened can to I, us. Yeah, can I? Can I do a podcast about that? Just like on location. <laughs> His diarrhea from outside of the bathroom door. Like, God. I hear something in there. I think he's okay. Do you want I think some he's water? He's being Freddy'd in there. <laughs> Yeah, I think, I think you got Freddy. You're peeping. <laughs> no, but it hey, is. Tommy, Tommy. It's so there is. The, there are these moments where it's like so. I guess like what's interesting about it is that sometimes in life it's so exciting when a new person shows up, and sometimes in life it's so horrible when a new person mm-hmm. shows up. Oh, yeah. You I know? don't think you're gonna go. I don't think we're gonna go all the way to where were they? Where was he not allowed? Where was Ripley not gonna go anymore? Oh, Venice. They were going. They were going to Venice. No, or skiing. Um, Oh, skiing. the skiing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. 
Because you can't ski. Oh, I can't ski either. Never been skiing. Me neither. I'm a little Ripley. I wrote, I wrote, I'm, a to- I wrote I'm a total woodcock. Uh, so I think I, I, I probably. Total woodcock. <laughs> yeah, who do you, what character in all these movies do you most relate to? Should we, should, do we? Well, I don't know who I most relate to, but. And I know this was totally intentional, but Meredith Logue was just so unpleasant. Wait, who is she? She was the Kate Blanchett. Oh, oh, oh I do really. She is her, such actually. a dungeon. Yeah. She's yeah, such she's a, a dungeon. dungeon. Wait, yeah. why is she a dungeon? I want to know. It's like the Titanic well, thing. Is she is is like, her nervousness or something? She's like terrible at reading people and is like a social climber. Right. Yes, it's, and which is a scary. That's a scary she, combo. She's a Tom Ripley too. Yeah, but she's yeah. just like has the all access pass. Yeah. Mm, interesting. So there's like a mask about her. Huh. I just love how many times we get to hear the sounds in Dickie Greenleaf's name over and over again. Yeah, it does. I come love up a lot. to hear it. I love to text it. It's a really good combination. It's good visual. Yeah, it's a great visually. I love um, Dickie and Freddie's friendship. Like, Freddie Mm -hmm. immediately is like, this is not, something is not right. Yeah, yeah. You know? And at the end, when he's like, this is not his apartment, like, he does not play the piano. I see through you. How's the thing, Tom? Oh my God! It's a baby Tommy. Tommy, Tommy. That is That's such a, a cringe, cringy scene. Um, such a cringy. What about? Oh. I want to. I want to shout out jo, the, the woman who plays Johanna in Phantom Thread, which is like mm. the woman who's at, at his breakfast table. Oh my God! Oh, she's so yes. great. Who's she's just so great. She like. The ride who's or die. handing the it to her? Like Can we hand it to her? Out. Yeah, it, that's the person I relate to most in all of these movies. It's just like <laughs> holding on for dear life to something that's already over. Like, yeah. Uh, but wait, brutal. she makes it through. She's there at the end. I mean, she's there to the very she end, is. right? Yeah, she gets. No. Yeah. she gets. They're having to do breakfast, it. aren't they? Having breakfast at the in like the last scene or something, and she's there too. Is this the? This is the sidekick who. Uh, Woodcock she, sidekick? She's, she's no, no, you're talking like about everybody Cyril. In, in, oh, Cyril. I'm thinking about Cyril. No, They're hitting it to Cyril. Like, Johanna is like the woman he's like his lover Same. at the beginning. Oh, of right, right. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, okay. yeah. But she no. is glowing like Darth Vader at the end of Return of the Jedi like behind <laughs> everybody else at a big banquet. <laughs> she, Johanna? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't even, I didn't even notice that. I thought we'd never see watching. her again after the beginning. Yeah, maybe I should hand it to Cyril. I mean, we can all hand it to Cyril for sure. Cyril's great. Is there a is there a Bud Searcy in any of this? Hmm. Is Freddie a Bud Searcy? No, he's a Chucky though, right? He's Chucky a little bit Fred. of a Chucky because I like that fu- one. He what's fucks the Bud around Searcy? And finds out. What's a Bud Searcy? But a Searcy's like a little, a little uh, horny. Just a loud man. It's like really like horny loud mouth. Like just shows up and is like imposes on everybody and is is like. 
Like he no just one knows like... what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> but I know the character. Not even we. But Cersei is an old yeller. For what it's worth. And he's... I said that like it was going to be seamless for everybody. Yeah, just I'm like sorry. Everyone... I tried. I was like, wait. Everyone understands what a butt Cersei <laughs> See, is. Everyone. <laughs> I was re- really, you know, one thing. Can I. Uh... Oh, I, I can only go deeper into the dungeon, but I was thinking that uh, <laughs> Ripley is sort of like the guy in sort of doom. It's like you're seeing someone you're seeing like everything sort of closing around him mm. and then him keep going. And then the movie ends with him like being miserable, but alive, you mm. know, yeah, um, that seems kind of Ripley mm. miserable, but alive. That boat, man, like strangling, uh, like tell me, tell what does he say? Tell me what you love about me or something. About Tom Ripley? That, uh, that yeah. conversation. Uh, that was so dungeon. And then the like. Tom's putting his uh, his hands around my neck or something like that. That is definitely like a, a, a sad, a sad destroyer. But like the most dungeony thing about that movie is that all he had to do was find his, you know, like he just wasn't in the right place. Like I'm forgetting the guy's name. If he had just waited for, oh, Peter Smith Kingsley. Peter Smith Smith Kingsley loved him. Well, handing it it to Peter Smith Kingsley. Peter Smith Kingsley is a snack, my friends. Yes, he is. Can you imagine having to kill him? Such a meatball sub. Like having him love you and then killing him. That is the dungeon of that movie. Yeah. The dungeon like, is feeling... thinking that it's worth being alive enough to after kill the... that person. But, and what is he going to do after that? Like, right. that's the thing. What is he going to do? He can't like, do anything. Where's he's the body kill... first? Did he just, well, like, push it off? He does quite a bit, though, right? Because, like, aren't there other books? He's going to have to write. He's going to have to kill. What's her face? Logue. Uh, oh, yeah. Meredith. Oh, yeah. Logue will die eventually. Does he just keep killing people? I don't really know, but should we read all the Tom Ripley? Yeah, books? I'd love yeah. to. Let's turn it into this. Turn this into that Ripley pod. Yeah, Ripley. No believe it. Believe or. it or not, <laughs> that's all I've been thinking about this whole time. Is like '80s TV, like and like Ripley's. Believe it or not, in like the shittiest brown mall of a soundstage, and like cutting to footage of like you know psychic surgery or something <laughs> you took my heart and did you learn to fly then i did 1515 echo lane i'll be your fill-in when you are blue so you can fool me some more i know you'll hike it Someday you'll pack, then you'll be leaving my door. Oh, but I kind of like it, taking you back, so you can fool me some more. I only look for roses when in season. Ah, oh, but you're a rose that comes and goes without a I make my mind up, I'm just a fool, 
Someday I'll even the score Only to wind up Breaking the rules So you can fool me some more stick around a little bit to go no do a f- rapid fire i could do like five more minutes yeah, okay, rapid great. fire okay. eric, eric hey, just we'll ask some whatever, questions we'll take whatever we can get yeah i should write more questions down i don't well we, no we don't have to the whole point of being off the menu is that we don't have to talk about this anymore <laughs> <laughs> do you guys want to invest in barefoot dream robes matching can you talk a little bit about barefoot <laughs> yeah, dreams? Pro- I could well, use some product they, that recommendations. Might be new, yeah, that might be barefoot. New... Barefoot Dreams is a company that I think is popular <laughs> with, you know, people of all ages. But, but you know, I guess it trends towards maybe older women. Okay. Um. It's a very soft, like tear. It's not terry cloth, but it's almost like. Oh, you're wearing the barefoot dream. I'm on the website. I could could feel that. Honestly, I could feel it. Wait, can I just read to you? It looks nice. A weighted? Is it a weighted thing? It's not weighted, but it's you know, it's like a good. The front page. But you can put. It's like a. It's a pound of cloth. You can put weights in it. (laughs) It says golden (laughs) moments, timeless coziness. For, yeah. em- for embracing the best of spring. Yeah. Timeless okay. coziness is fucking incredible. Mm. Um, we could use some of that this Much week. better Let's... than timed coziness. I hate yeah. timed coziness. I will say that a lot of my days spent really figuring out what is the quickest I can put this on and could I ever mm, wear it to mm-hmm. work? Someone was saying they were, they were uh, oh, it was about Mr. Rogers had it right because they said as soon as you get, you get home, you put you slip into something cozy and then go into your dreamland for like, for like the next three hours or whatever it was, but it's like now I do kind of want to like when I get home from work just like yeah getting that little that little Juicy barefoot robe. dreams. Well, I also have fallen asleep in it and woken up like on fire because it's so hot. <laughs> I don't recommend that. <laughs> like Ghost Rider. <laughs> Is that Ghost yeah, Rider? Yeah, can we we so uh, we only have a couple Rider? more minutes. Can you can you do <laughs> can you do a tight five on Ghost Rider? Like, what are your feelings, experiences? Wait, Ghost Rider, the Nicolas Cage movie? No, the the, the PBS. PBS. Oh, Ghost a, Rider. Yeah. yeah. Natalie, do you have? Yeah, I mean, thoughts? it was. It had such a chokehold on me, as I said. Yeah. <laughs> I love that show. It was just everything that I, I wanted out of life. Why was it so good? What was what, what was it about it narratively that it was could, putting us in this chokehold? Because I was could, in it too. It could freaking do every, It's like all the things where you're just like, I want to know what, you know, just the ability for that ghostwriter to like go off yeah. and like 
copy and paste what <laughs> someone else is writing. Oh my god, it's just it's fucking Chat GPT. Yeah. Oh my god. So wait, is this a documentary kind of show? No, it was a kids show on PBS, and the, there's only like two seasons, and it like never made sense when a new episode was going to be out. <laughs> like it always just seemed really random, but it was just such a good show. These like group of kids and they were like solving mysteries with this like entity called ghostwriter who would like bop around and like, you know, they would use it to like copy, you know, what someone had written. And that that was like part of the clue of what would help them solve something. Mm -hmm. But it like the main actor, the, the kid who plays Jamal, his real name in in real life is, Sheldon Turnip Seed. That's really wow. That's fucking amazing. Wow. Yeah. You it? took my heart. <laughs> <laughs> you learned to fly. Are those words even in the song? Uh, no, I, I, you took why do I not know any of the words? You learned to fly. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay, can we... That, like, I, Hold on. <laughs> now that now that we have you captive for another like minute minute or two at least like Carolina have you spent time with Love Lives On at all? You took my you heart. Took my, I'm I'm googling the lyrics. It does not say you took well, my heart. I'm thinking about it. And that's... I haven't. You, so, I haven't. But ha, have you heard it the, the whole way through at least once? Yes, I think so. Yes. The but, you, yeah, but it's it's safe to say that you haven't thought about founding a religion on it as a text. <laughs> like and a like farm may, laboratory. Like maybe I, I have. Clear, I just want to make clear to our listeners that the word fly is also just isn't in the song. When <laughs> I learn to fly. <laughs> what is you the see? Then I learn to see. Then I learn to see. Then you, you learn, learn to see. <laughs> Okay. I've watched the video more than I've heard it um, on Spotify. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, like the the aha version of. I love the... that aha. Did we talk about aha? <laughs> that, aha that aha moment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> aha that was, guy was so hot Echo, on Echo Lane. Oh my god! You, you were talking about aha on Echo Lane, right? I definitely watched the video for Take on Me at 1515 yeah. Echo Lane with um 1515 du- Echo Lane sounds like some horror movie shit. It, it really totally does. Is. It, like I mean, that address it, is like depending on what aspects of my childhood in Indiana you want to emphasize and how you want to frame it. Eric's got it tattooed on his I mean like that that is like definitely the address of the house in Pulse. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, it's a, it's a. I grew up in fourteen oh eight, basically. You yeah, know? it was the fourteen oh eight of a corn. Bless your heart. I like to think of you, Eric, as one of the one of the like that you were present in the beguiled house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just pushing like, you around, showing up in some like <laughs> yeah. t- tattered like tattered pants. Like you being do a pain have kind of a, you do kind of have a Civil War beard. Oh yeah, you totally could have been like a Civil War zaddy. A Burt yeah. McBurney. <laughs> you would have been totally a traveling <laughs> You would have been a wound dresser, like a traveling Ooh, yeah. Medic. I like that. I mean that that would be the aspirational or, version. Or like a tincture, than tinc- just like, a tincture maker. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would br- I would have the good shit if you got shot with a musket. I mean yeah. that's come over. Bring Defin- me the bows. Yeah. Wire me up. 
you can imagine like the kind of affection you'd feel for somebody that like had the good shit if you were shot yeah. by a musket and like, like the more like the, the like sizemore with the morphine and yeah uh, oh, yeah in the butt. like that those last like two or three minutes really really change depending on the quality of your medication mm. you're all well angels i think that's enough for tonight this yes. was so it nice was so thank nice you. To see you guys sorry for the delay <laughs> no, it's happy to be back with you you touch my life and turn my heart around it seems when I found you it was me I really found you opened my eyes and now my soul can see a moment may be over But you're still here with me It's love and song Sure what to do 